0: It's been a few months, but Modern Gnostic is back. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and join us in the revolution against the archonic forces seeking the enslavement of humanity. You are here with Modern Gnostic. Greetings friends and welcome to Modern Gnostic. My name is Brian Stanford. I'm coming at you from Asheville, North Carolina. It's been a while since I've made a video. It's been I had to look back uh, at my podcasting app to see how long it's been since a video or a podcast has been recorded. And from what I can tell, it's been since February. So we're in September now. So quite a few months. Um, and over the last few months, I've been feeling a real pull uh, to get back to making videos back to recording. Um, lots changed in my life um, since the last video, I've moved uh, to a different part of Asheville. You see the lovely background of the trees and and uh, it's a beautiful fall day here, but a lot's changed in the world. Um, the last time I recorded, I was doing a reading of Stefan Heller's book, Freedom, Alchemy for a Voluntary Society. And it's my intention to pick that up again, uh, as well as making a uh, commentary and delving more into our subject of esoteric patriotism. Um, And I feel that now more than ever, there's a burning need for this. Um, It's been a struggle to think about making videos and podcasts, because I feel that the political and cultural climate here in the United States is um, going off the rails Um, it's becoming more and more dangerous to speak openly um, with ideas and philosophy that counters the dominant narrative of the cathedral um, of the state of the regime Um, more and more people are losing accounts losing jobs um, facing social ostracism problems with their families it's, uh, it's rapidly becoming a, a dangerous time in the United States. But along with that, I think comes a responsibility to act and to do something. And it's hard to know what to do. It's, it's, it's hard to know um, what role to play in things. Uh, my focus for most of my life has been one of spiritual liberation and freedom. And I think ultimately um, the problems that we're facing in our world right now have spiritual solutions. And one of those, maybe the root solution to that is is spiritual freedom and liberation. Um, at the same time, things are accelerating so fastly, uh, fastly, is that a word? So quickly that um, uh, you need to do more than just be meditating and praying at home. Uh, That has to be the the root and the foundation and the foundation from which you gain your strength. But we need to do things in the world. And um, like most of you, I probably, you know, I I struggle with what that is. Uh, We have this amazing medium of social media that's largely used uh, to brainwash and divide people, to fuel and feed fear and anger and division. And um, Over the last few months, I've had a lot of people uh, counsel me to stay away from social media, to be careful about what I post, to not post divisive things. Um, I've written things or or posted things that I've had family members reach out and ask if I was doing okay and you know was I becoming radicalized. Uh, um, and And I am. I am becoming radicalized. I think most thinking people are becoming radicalized. Most people who are awake are becoming radicalized. Um, and I struggled. I struggled about social media. And I struggled with the idea of, of making podcasts and making videos uh, because what, what are the consequences going to be? And I don't think it's silly to worry about those consequences. But after a lot of thought and meditation and prayer about it, I've come to the conclusion. Um, that uh, we live in very exciting times in the sense that we all have these computers and phones and um, we have this, this, this way to get our thoughts out to potentially billions of people. Um, and it's right there at our fingertips and something that seems as silly and trivial as a Facebook post um, or a tweet can, can really have an influence in the world. I think we can see that now with with the way that things like Twitter and Facebook drive the political conversation and drive the direction of the culture. Um, And that can be used for good or for evil. From the sense of of uh, modern Gnosticism, it can be used for putting people to sleep or waking people up. Uh, The way that I think about it in my mind is that we have these levers that we can pull, you know. Each of us have a different amount of of levers. I'm not a rich person. I don't have a powerful job. Uh, I don't have a lot of levers that I can pull that way, but I do have access to the internet. And I can post videos for now on YouTube and I can post my podcast and I can write and I can think and I can share memes and I can express ideas. And these are the levers that I can pull. And I think that it's important uh, to pull those levers. So I've decided uh, to come back to making videos and making podcasts. And, you know, if, if you've ever done anything like this or, or thought about doing it, it's, it's really uh, it's, it's really easy to um, kind of, or it's easy for me to kind of talk myself out of it. You know, how many people listen to my podcast? How many people watch my videos? You know, in comparison to a lot of people, hardly anyone. But it doesn't, it, I don't think it matters. Um, it's almost cliche to say, if you touch one person you know you've made a dis- difference uh, but it's cliche because it's true and one of the thing I things I realized over the last few months is that you know every now and then I would log into social media and I'd have a message on there from someone I'd never met um, or someone that I just know via social media who'd watched a video or read a post or seen a meme or heard the podcast or um, heard an interview that I've done somewhere or something like that and, and reached out and said uh, that they were glad that I was doing this and that it was making a difference. And so I'm trying to set aside my self-doubt and uh, and, and fear um, and to to press forward and, and start making videos again, start making content again, and trying to get the idea of uh, esoteric patriotism and uh, liberation and awakening out there. always on the Modern Gnostic show you've got to have the the tasty beverage. Um, As a complete aside, (laughs) uh, one of the things that's changed hugely for me um, since February is I've drastically cut down on the amount of coffee that I drink and I've really gotten into drinking tea which uh, I like to joke but I'm only half joking that I was ideologically against tea for a long time because I thought Teas, it's un-American, you know, you need to drink coffee like an American. Um, but I really love my tea now, so I've got my little mason jar because uh, we're here in the Appalachian Mountains, so we drink out of mason jars. I got my mason jar of uh, chai tea mixed with uh, Egyptian licorice tea. It's a beautiful fall combination. So one of the things that's really changed since February is um, the regime, uh, the cathedral, um, the ruling paradigm. There's all these words you can use to describe it. Uh, The archonic forces in the world have just gone full speed ahead with the uh, techno um, medical tyranny um, that they've been unleashing for years and years and years, but they've used COVID-19 Uh, as a way to smash the accelerator on that. And the impending, it looks like vaccine mandates um, coming down from our bloated and um, tyrannical executive branch, uh, that seems to be imminent. Um, Here in the town that I live in, there's already businesses that will not serve people who um, don't have proof of vaccination. You're required to wear masks in buildings. all of this kind of stuff, which after looking and researching and thinking and talking and listening and and delving into this for the last year, I feel safe and confident to say has nothing to do with science, has nothing to do with medicine, has nothing to do with keeping people healthy, and has everything to do with um, control and tyranny and totalitarianism and division. Um, it's, It's very, very troubling to watch a White House press conference or a analysis show on mainstream media and to see um, how they are consciously attempting to turn people against the unvaccinated and make them out to be the scapegoat and bad people in society. And to um, they are rapidly creating a, a two-tiered, uh, uh, almost an, a medical apartheid state um, you've probably seen the videos or seen the comments of doctors saying that they should be allowed to refuse the treatment of unvaccinated people in hospitals, that we should keep them off of ICU beds. Um, just really disgusting and, and horrible things like this or you know, excluding people from being able to go into a restaurant or to go see a movie or to fly on an airplane or to have a job um, because of uh, decisions they've made about whether or not they want to take um, these vaccines. And I i don't care if you've taken the vaccine or if you've not taken the vaccine. Um, I don't think it's anybody's business. Um, I think these are private decisions, and they've, they've always been private decisions, and they always should be private decisions. Um, and uh, I, I, I feel convicted in my spirit uh, this is a a very dark uh, and evil thing. I think evil is 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 not a hyperbolic word to use in relation to this. Um, look at what's going on in Australia, and you know, watch watch some of the images coming out of Australia. Read about what's coming out of Australia. Take that into your prayer and meditation, and. Um, and see what kind of force you think is at work in the world. Um, take away some of the words, you know. Put in place of the word "unvaccinated," say "black person." Well, we don't let black people come in this restaurant. We don't let black people fly on an airplane. We don't let Jews um, shop here. You know, you have to prove that you're not white to be able to come into this business. You change the words around, and you immediately see uh, what it is. Um, from the perspective of esoteric patriotism, uh, this is, um, it's hard to think of something that runs more counter to the spirit of the Western spiritual tradition, the, 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 the spirit of the Western esoteric tradition of Rosicrucian Christianity, Hermeticism, um, esoteric masonry, esoteric Christianity, things like this, our, our spiritual tradition, the, the tradition, the foundations in which our experiment in Republican government was ultimately founded. Um, it's hard to think of something that runs so strongly counter to that. Um, and over the next months, as long as this podcast lasts and I'm able to continue to post videos and, and post-podcasts, we're going to dive into, talk about that, um, look at, Stefan Heller's book, other books, other ideas, um, to discuss this, um, but, uh, the message that I want to get across in this video today, and, uh, it's really, it's weird to be back on camera. It's weird to be recording again. Um, I don't have a script in front of me right now. I, I uh, woke up this morning and after morning prayer, you know, wrote in my journal today, I go back to podcasting, um, and I, I, I just knew I had to sit down and hit record and and make make something. So that's what I'm doing. And the idea that I want to get across today is that uh, this is a spiritual battle. Uh, We're in the midst of it. And as um, esoterically minded people, as modern Gnostics, as people uh, following in the Western esoteric tradition and trying to make sure that that exists in the future and make sure that a place like the United States a place that's founded on the ideals of the Western esoteric tradition—these things that we've talked about in previous videos—that all men are created equal, and 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 that includes, you know, uh, we say men as a stand-in for humans. All human beings are created equal. We all are are in in uh, imbued imbued with that divine spark that is our true nature, and uh, we shouldn't be allowing uh, these tyrants. To divide us, uh, to turn us against each other, um, uh, and and it just it just bears saying, um, if you are sitting at home soaked in fear about COVID, um, this is not the way to live. Fear fear is not the the program on which your spirit and your soul are meant to run. Investigate the science about COVID nineteen. You know. Uh, Unless you're a very old person or unless you're a person with a lot of pre-existing health conditions, even if you get COVID you're kind of your chances are statistically you're going to be okay. You know whether you're vaccinated, whether you're not vaccinated um, you 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 can't keep living in fear of this we can't keep living in fear of this we can't be putting masks on our children. We can't be raising our children in this this toxic ocean of fear we can't allow these businesses and and corporations to say they're not going to let our fellow citizens come in uh, to their businesses. We can't let that happen. Um, Sure, private businesses in theory can make the decisions that they want to make, but we don't allow them to discriminate based on race. We don't allow them to discriminate discriminate based on other medical conditions. We shouldn't allow them to discriminate um, on this one. And if you're if you own a business that's doing this, people are going to remember. The people who are resisting this, who are standing up to this, are going to remember. Uh, I saw some very inspiring images. I think it was out of um, anti-vaccine passport protests in Spain, and uh, it, there were people coming out to the protest because they're. I think it was Spain. I could be wrong. I think it was Spain. Um, they're trying to implement one of these um, disgusting, um, tyrannical vaccine passport systems. And, and even the vaccinated people are out protesting against this and they're burning their vaccine cards. There's these images you could if God knows if they're still on YouTube, you can search and see. Um, uh, they're burning their vaccine cards so that their vaccine cards cannot be the basis on which these demonic passports are made. Um, and that, that was so inspiring to me. And it, and it occurred to me, Spain, Spain's a country that's experienced fascism. You know, there's people still alive in Spain who lived under fascism. They have that memory. It's there. It's in them. They know. Um, and and people knew to come out in solidarity and to stand against this. And the and vaccinated people should be doing that. You should stand with uh, your citizens who have chosen not to be vaccinated and don't let this um, medical techno tyranny come in in your name, you know, refuse it. Um, There's a great YouTube channel called Academy of Ideas. I highly recommend it. Um, They recently had a video, I think it's called something like how to resist a sick society. It had a really um, powerful quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn writing in the Gulag Archipelago, and um, what he was saying was that one of the things that he regretted when he was sitting in the Soviet prisons was that they didn't resist soon enough, you know, they waited too long to resist. Um, and I think that we often think that there's going to we, we think about these things. That there's going to be like this one big event, you know, where the the dictator or the tyrant comes out and he slams his fist down on the pedestal and he says, all your rights are ended uh, and you're all slaves of the state now and it's over. And that that one big event will happen and everyone will rise up and fight. That's not how it works. You know, it's not how it works. Look at history. Look how these things are implemented. It's step by step by step by step. It's always a little step. It's always that thing that you're like, ah, you know, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it right now because it's just, you know, it's just easier to do it. Um, every time you do that, you move the line a little bit further and further and further. Um, and before you know it, you wake up and your entire uh, society has been transformed and you don't live in a free um, country anymore. You don't have a free culture. You're not a free person in that way that you used to be. And um, I'm convinced that that is happening right now. The other analogy that's, again, it gets used so much, but it's because it's such a vivid picture is that, you know, story of the boiling the frog, right? I'm sure you've heard it. If you immediately take the frog and drop him in the boiling water, he'll leap out, you know, because the water's so hot. But if you put the frog, in some lukewarm water and just slowly dial the heat up, the frog stays in there till he boils. Um, and I think we're in that situation right now. And people are starting to wake up and realize that the water's getting hot um, and that we need to do something about it. Um, and I was listening to Alex Jones the other day. And I know, I know people will hear me say that and immediately. Dismiss anything I have said ever before, or anything I'll ever say again, and I hesitate to say it, but I'm not going to hesitate to say it anymore because, yeah, there's a lot of ways in which Alex is crazy. You know, I think Joe Rogan described him as he's like a Maserati engine stuck in a Volkswagen Beetle, um, but Alex Jones gets a lot of shit right. He just does, uh, and, um, you know, he said the other day, all of us can do something to stand up all of us can make a YouTube video, all of us can make a podcast, doesn't matter how many people watch, listen, one person will hear. You know, you think about uh, during the American Revolution or um, other uprisings that have happened before now, how valuable it would be to have a printing press and, and you can just, you know, picture in your mind the people sitting there all night typesetting and you know, spending the money to get the paper and rolling it out and gathering the things and distributing the flyers or the newspaper or the broadsheet or whatever it is, um, we all have that ability uh, to do now. Uh, and I know it's it's hard to speak up. It's scary to speak up. Um, I experienced the same thing. I think everybody does. But um, this is what God wants us to do. You know, this is this is what we're we're called to be heroic. Um, it's it's the you know the archetypal image in the Western tradition of the the man as the knight or the woman as the shield maiden. Um, these are the roles that we're supposed to play. We're supposed to fight for the innocent. We're supposed to fight for the oppressed. Um, and we're not allowed. We're not supposed to allow our culture and our country to fall. And that's it's what's happening. So. This has nothing to do about Democrats or Republicans. Um, it has nothing to do about, about who you did or didn't vote for. This is so much bigger than that. It's so much bigger. Um, it's a spiritual battle. All those things are important. Voting is important. Being involved in your community is important. All those things are important. But the uh, the thrust of it, the, 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 the real battle that's going on, um, transcends these bodies and and one of the things that I, I hope to talk about in the coming months is spiritual philosophers Rudolf Steiner comes to mind who uh, talked about these battles between good and evil that are taking place on the on the human realm and the ways in which science and technology and medicine um, will be used in those battles uh, either by the forces of light or the forces of darkness and I think right now um, we are are facing the rise of the forces of darkness Uh, but we're not alone you're not alone it's easy to feel separated and alone in this uh, because so many people are are being swept up in it but there's a lot of people that are just afraid to say anything and I found in my job um, I found in my community the places that I hang out and people I meet um, I don't avoid talking about these things I try to steer every conversation in this direction because it's really the only important thing going on ultimately Um, you have kids you have a family you don't want to you don't want them growing up in the world uh, that these these um, totalitarians are trying to build Uh, you have a job that you're really concerned about your job's not going to matter if this if this um, totalitarian state locks down and gets control everything will change you know and more than that even if it all just keeps trucking like it's trucking now your spirit, your soul is meant to be a knight or shield maiden for the light. And so, I'm back, Modern Gnostic is back, I'm going to be trying to put out a video or a podcast once a week. It'll probably drop out on Fridays, uh, it depends on how good I am on getting everything onto the different platforms. I realized today I was like, crap, I don't even remember how to take the audio from the YouTube to put on my anchor to be able to put it out on the podcast. So. You know, hopefully I get this up today, um, but you know, this is my effort at doing something. This is my effort at taking my own advice, and just hitting record, sending out a message, trying to do something to be a fighter for the light. And uh, as always, at the end of these, reach out to me. If you wanna talk about this stuff, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I kept my Twitter pretty dark, but I think I'm gonna make that publicly searchable and start. Um, Putting things out there as well, because uh, we need to pull as many levers as we can. So please feel free to reach out comments in the comments sections. And if you don't make videos and you don't make podcasts, and you're not comfortable talking about this stuff out in your community at your job, all that kind of all that kind of thing. What you can do is you can share These information, you can share my videos, you can share other videos, you know, if you're scared about your social media account, set up a set up a anonymous account and get this information out there. I guarantee you it will reach and touch somebody and that will make a difference. So I just wanna close by saying we should all be praying for each other as well. There's a lot of power in prayer, man. There's a lot of power in prayer. And uh, you know, pray, pray to God every morning, pray to God when you go to bed, pray to God before you eat, give thanks, confess your sins, realize where you fall short, and dedicate your life each day to being that knight or shield maiden for the forces of light. It's our destiny. It's our heritage. It's what we're supposed to do. Um, so until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing. I look forward to seeing and, and, and meeting some of you in the social media world. And uh, please stay tuned for more.